iPhone 14 series sales skyrocketed because of Black Friday and Christmas sale this year. You know what this means? A lot of you ended up either gifting it to someone you love or buying one for yourself. You know what this means? A lot of you ended up gifting it to someone you love or probably buying it for yourself, right? So time for me to jump in and get to the part where I get you the best hacks to survive this iPhone upgrade. Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show, an Apple exclusive podcast. I'm your host Harshanki and in today's episode, I'm going to be the darling friend you missed all this while because I was also one of you at some point in time who had to shift from Android to iPhone or upgrade to a higher model of iPhone, right? And it gets difficult because the transition is not easy. Trust me, we got this. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about every possible iPhone 14 hack that you cannot get yourself to imagine. Before that, I want you to connect with us on our social media channels. I've added the links in the description. And if you want to connect with me, just hit me up on Instagram. You know where to find me, Harshanki with an extra I. Moving on. Oh, I really hope you guys have had a lovely Christmas celebration because I've had one hell of a time, you guys. I'm sitting in so much cold this time and I can't wait to share the stuff with you all. So let's just quickly get on to the hacks and start talking about the best iPhone hacks you'll ever need. Now, the first and the foremost thing you're supposed to do when you get yourself the new iPhone is to check the warranty of your iPhone. You know, I had a friend uh, who ended up buying an iPhone from the marketplace or one of these Black Friday sales and he ended up getting a fake one. Um, That wasn't the iPhone. You can't really get a fake iPhone, but it happened with him when he got the AirPods. So it becomes very important for you to check the warranty of your device to make sure that you're not being scammed, right? And you have the right amount of warranty because let's admit that you've, you've invested a heavy amount of money in this device. So now if you need a repair or want to pick up Apple Care Plus for your new iPhone or even want to see the warranty status and what's available to you, you can do it right from your device. All you have to do is open the settings app, tap on general, hold on. I don't see your phone in your hand yet. Come on, get that phone out. Let's, let's check the warranty. Open the settings app. Tap on general, tap on about, tap on limited warranty or Apple K Plus to see your device status. Now, if you have Apple K Plus, the section will be labeled with Apple K Plus and will let you know your Apple K expiry date. If you don't, it will say limited warranty and it will let you know when will it expire. Apple K Plus is good for two years or indefinitely if you renew it on a monthly or a yearly basis and it covers manufacturer issues and two incidents of accidental damage per year as long as you pay the deductible. It's generally a good idea if you're accident prone and want to make sure you can get an affordable fix if you drop or otherwise damage your phone. Now see, Apple Care Plus is such an investment no, that a lot of us feel it's not necessary and you're not uh, that careless, something you can easily manage. Yeah, trust me, my friend, when you wake up at six in the morning and end up banging your head to the wall and the phone just falls from your hand. Yeah, you're going to you're going to thank me for forcing you to get Apple K Plus. The limited warranty is Apple's manufacturer warranty that lasts for a year after purchasing your iPhone. It entitles you to hardware support for any manufacturing issues and it allows a year of chat and phone support. Now, with the limited warranty, once that year is up, your iPhone is considered out of warranty. If you didn't purchase Apple K Plus and you bought your phone and want to get it, you still have 60 more days to do so. Please, 
please listen to my advice and invest in Apple K Plus. All right, so we've seen the warranty now. What's what's the next thing we should take care of? You know, when I open my phone, I I have this beautiful picture of my mom as my lock screen because it she just motivates me. She just makes me feel happier. And the best part about having an iPhone 14 is you can flick and customize your lock screen however you want. You know what? Let me just let me just walk you through how to customize your lock screen because once you understand the beauty of it, it's unstoppable and it's so freaking addictive. With the iOS 16 update, Apple overhauled the lock screen, introducing customizable wallpaper, widgets, time, date, and whatnot. You can select all kinds of built-in wallpaper options, some that are even interactive. Choose useful app widgets to show on the lock screen, and customize the look and color of the time. See, if you want all of this information in written format, then you have to download our app, which is available on the App Store. and you you get nice guides with beautiful images there otherwise open your phone and let's just customize a lock screen right away on the lock screen just unlock your phone with the face id or your touch id long press on the display tap on the plus button to create a new lock screen and then you can select the wallpaper from the available options now you can tap on the time to change the way it looks you can further tap on add widgets to choose which widgets would go on the lock screen and you can tap on uh, above the time to customize the widget located in that spot that's all <laughs> that's literally all you have to do to customize your lock screen and trust me there's so much to explore on the lock screen you'll definitely want to browse through all the available options and you know add your own little touch to personalize it and you know add your own little touch to personalize it for your best needs now when we're talking about customizing Let's quickly customize something else in your iPhone. As we all know, we've been predominantly using Safari, and I know a lot of you are going to come back at me and say I should use Chrome as my default browser. Yeah, man, no. Let's just settle the debate here. I am a pro Safari user only because of the customizations that I can do on the freaking app. You know what? Yeah, let me just teach you how to do it. You know, you can actually change what's displayed on your Safari start page. opting in to or out of sections like frequently visited shared with you siri suggestions and more plus you can also pick a custom wallpaper open your safari click on a new blank page you just scroll just scroll to the bottom and then tap on edit pick out the sections that you'd prefer on your safari screen you can also toggle on the background image if you want to pick a custom background for safari You know there are Apple design backgrounds available, and you can also make your own by tapping on the plus button. If you want the same start page on all the devices when you're signed into iCloud, you can toggle into use start page on all devices at the top of the page. When you're done customizing, tap on the X button in the upper right hand corner. Now there are multiple options that you can toggle on or off. That includes uh, frequently visited, favorites, shared with you, privacy report, Siri suggestions, reading list. and iCloud tabs. Once you're done customizing your Safari screen, we'll customize the design. Yeah, that is possible, isn't it? Mind-boggling. Apple attempted to introduce an overhauled Safari design in iOS 15 with floating tabs and an interface that merged the tab bar and the URL bar. Sadly, the changes were not well received, and Apple ultimately reverted to the standard iOS 14 Safari design. There are still remnants of that new Safari design. 
and you can elect to move your Safari tab bar to the bottom of the Safari interface or you can choose to activate Allow Website Tinting, a feature that blends the background color of the website with the URL bar. All you have to do is go to your settings, scroll to Safari and under tabs, select the tab bar option for the tab bar located at the bottom of the Safari window. Choose single tab for the top bar. Toggle on Allow Website Tinting if you want to have the color blending feature when using the top bar and choose landscape top bar if you want to see your open tabs when the iPhone is held horizontally. Now see, allow website tinting is a feature that will only show up when you're using the top bar. It causes the URL bar to turn the background color of the website when you scroll down on the page for a more seamless look. And guess what? You can also swap between the top and the bottom navigation bars in Safari itself. Okay. Look into your screen and tap on the capital A small a icon in the URL bar and then choose the show bottom tab bar or show top address bar. As beautiful as it sounds, you know when you customize your iPhone to such great extents, sometimes it's, it, it ends up consuming a lot more battery than it normally should. And this is the best time for me to teach you how to schedule or to schedule low power mode to save battery. Okay, like iPhone 14 the entire iPhone 14 series has one hell of a battery life. But a little power saving wouldn't hurt anyone, right? So using the Shortcuts app, you can create an automation that will cause the low power mode to come on automatically at a certain battery percentage. So you won't need to turn it on manually. It's very simple to do it. All you have to do is just open the Shortcuts app, tap on Automation, tap on the plus button. Look for an option called Create Personal Automation and then scroll down to the battery level. Tap on the parameter that you want. Um, you'll, you'll find a lot of options like equals to X, more than X, less than X. Now, you're going to want to use the less than X. The, the exact wordings for it would be false below X. So say, for instance, if I want the low power mode to be activated, if my iPhone's battery is less than 35%, so you're going to write false below and um, add 35% right there. Now use the slider to select that specific percentage, tap on add action, search for low power mode and then set the low power mode. If you want your iPhone to ask you before turning on the low power mode, leave the ask before running toggle activated. If not, turn it off. That's all you have to do. My personal opinion, don't keep the permission box ticked because you know a lot of times you don't even realize that your battery is low. And then when your phone shuts down, that's where the misery starts. So let the iPhone take care of it. Pick out the percentage that you feel you'd need the low power mode activated. And the rest will be taken care of. Beauty of automation, eh? All right, guys. I want you to take a deep breath and hold on to your horses. Because this is by far my most favorite feature Apple could ever introduce. It cannot get any better, okay? And you have to test this feature if you haven't already because it is the highlight of my life. It has saved me from so much embarrassment, not just from my friends at work. Yeah, so much embarrassment, you know. And that is the option to edit and undo the messages that you've already sent. If your new phone is the first time you're using iOS 16, you should know that there are features in the Messages app to be aware of. You can both 
edit and undo messages on iMessage that you sent as long as the person you're chatting with also has an iPhone with iOS 16 installed on it. Isn't this the best thing ever? All those drunk messages? Yeah, gone. Edit it, undo it, delete it. And using this feature is so freaking simple. All you have to do is long press on the message that you've just sent to see the options. Okay, okay, wait. It's too good to be true. It is, right? Which is why there are time limits that you have to be aware of. You can unsend a message for up to two minutes after sending it and edit for up to 15 minutes. Even if you're drunk enough, all you've gotten is two minutes to delete the goddamn message. Still a good thing, right? I mean, imagine how beautiful this feature has got. There are a bunch of other message features also for things like reporting the junk or marking messages as unread, recovering deleted messages. But those are very simple features and I'm sure we've already experienced that with the previous iOS versions or even if you were an Android user before. When, I'm, when, I'm, when we are talking about uh, my favorite features, there's another feature that comes to the top five. Okay, when we're talking about my favorite features, there's one feature that, that was a close number one, but it's surely a part of my top five. That is my privacy. See, I'm a very private person, okay? And I almost everyone around me agrees to it that you need to have your privacy, especially when it comes to your phones, right? And this is a primary reason a lot of people shift to the Apple ecosystem in first place because of the privacy that comes with it. I'm going to teach you how to maximize your privacy with iCloud private freely and hide my email. This feature was introduced with iOS 15 that Apple made web browsing and sending emails more secure by cutting down on the ways that companies can track your online behavior. iCloud Private Relay, for example, obscures personal information like IP address and location, which can be used to track your browser across different websites. iCloud Private Relay works in the background and it does require a paid iCloud account, which is just 99 cents and above per month. Definitely a great price for more privacy, right? To activate this, you're going to want to open the settings app. Tap on your name to open up your Apple ID and iCloud settings. Tap on iCloud. Tap on private relay and make sure private relay is toggled on. Hide my email, which also requires a paid iCloud account, lets you create different email addresses for each site so you can disable them if you start getting spam or other unwanted content from someone you've interacted with. Hide my email temporary addresses all forwards to your main Apple email address and can be easily managed. You can use hide my email in two ways. It's as simple as opening up the mail app and composing an email. In the from field, tap and then choose hide my email to automatically generate a random address that will be forwarded to your inbox. Or you can open up the settings app, tap on your name, tap on iCloud, Tap on hide my email, tap on the plus create new address button, choose the label for your hide my email address, tap next, then tap done and your randomly generated email address is ready to use. This hide my email interface in the settings app is also where you can manage all of the temporary email addresses that you've created. You can deactivate any of the temporary email addresses at any time and the company or the person that has that email address will no longer be able to contact you. And with this, we bring an end to all the best iPhone 14 hacks I could teach you. 
That's a little bit of homework for you though. I want you guys to try and practice all these hacks because I have 10 more hacks that I want to share with you not on the podcast on our app. So make sure you download our app, go through our guide and get yourself accustomed to the best iPhone 14 hacks. And do not forget to connect with us on our social media channels. We're available everywhere as I geeks blogs. If you want to connect with me, just hit me up on Instagram. You know where to find me, Hashanki with an extra eye. All right, folks. I'm gonna see you guys next week with more exciting content. Hopefully, testing a device or some sort of a rumor. And I hope you're having the best of your holidays. If not, and if you're working from somewhere, it's okay. You got this. Time to make the most out of the Christmas and the New Year celebrations. And I wish you all a very happy New Year in advance. I hope you've had a great Christmas. Make sure you're hydrated. I'm going to see you guys next week. Until then, sayonara.